Welcome everyone to the Ove Torah Daf Yomi Yishur. Today's Yishur is Daf Chaf Dalet. We'll begin on Chaf Gimel Amud Bet on the bottom of the page. Hanu Trei Talmidim. The last it's three lines on the bottom of the page. The last two words. Today's Daf is a zechut for our anonymous sponsor. Bezat Hashem, he should have success with his wife and his two children. Um, Hanut also would like to remind those who are listening that Bezat Hashem, I have an engagement party tonight. All are invited. I'm hope, looking forward to celebrate with you tonight in Yad Yosef, together with all the people who are in this room currently. Okay, please tell all your students. Harani Trey Talmidi to have a kameh de Rabbi Yitzchak Yashiv. We mentioned Rabbi Yitzchak Yashiv before that he was able to do amazing miracles, make the woman beautiful, make her not beautiful, and all sorts of things. Make people rich. So we had another story <coughs> coming up now. Hani Trey Talmidi Daviyatu kameh de Rabbi Yashiv Amrule Nibayilam Machmelan Dinicham Tuva. Please pray for us that we become very, very smart. So he told him, I used to be able to do this, but we got rid of I got rid of this uh, opinion. Which means, if you see how this works with the next story, uh, according to the Bach, this means that even though the rabbi was able to pray for that and get it done, like we saw in the previous stories, he didn't want to bother Hashem to make so many miracles for him. And therefore, he said, I, I, I lost that ability, I'm sorry, I can't do that for you. Here's another story. I guess using Zechuyot, yeah. Rabbi Yossi Barabin, have a shachiach kameh de Rabbi Yossi dimin yukrit. Shav kevatel kameh de Rabbi So Rabbi Yossi Barabin used to be by Rabbi Yossi dimin yukrit. And then he left to learn, learn by Rav Ashi. Now, what? Now this was odd. Usually you stick with your <coughs> rabbi. Top of the Dal now. Yumachad one day, Shamei de Kagaris. He he heard him learning. Amar Shmuel, Hashulet Dag Meneyam, B'Shabbat Kevin Shiavo Yavesh Kesela Chayav. So you heard him reading that if you pull out a, a fish out of the sea on Shabbat, you're chayav for killing. Now, when are you chayav for killing? Because when when could you uh, figure out that the animal that the fish died, and then you're chayav for killing? You're not allowed to kill an animal on Shabbat by pulling a fish out of the sea. You're chayav for killing. So he says, Kevin Once you get a dry spot as big as a sela coin, even if you throw it back in, you still killed it. If you throw it back in before that, you're okay. But if you throw it back in after it dried up the size of a sela coin, then then it's going to die anyway. Even though you see it moving, it's still dead. Okay, it's still not going to make it. So I'm gonna Why didn't you say? That, the, that the, the dry spot has to be in between the fins. If you have it on the tail, it doesn't make a difference. It has to be in between the fins where it's a problem. Also, he said, don't, don't you know, Ravashi said, don't you hold that it's Rabbi Yossi Barabin? Why didn't you quote Rabbi Yossi Barabin? He, he heard the rabbi saying it. Ravashi wanted to say Rabbi Yossi Barabin. 
So Rabbi Yisrael said, I'm, I'm Rabbi Yisrael Rabin. So basically what happened was, is that Rabbi Ashi didn't realize that, that he was a Biosi Barabin. Rabbi Ashi was the new rabbi. There was a new student here. He didn't realize that the new student was a Biosi Barabin because when, when, when he corrected him, so when he corrected by saying it has to be in between the fins, Rabbi Ashi says, I heard that. That's Rabbi Yosi Barabin's comment. Why do you quote him? You're always supposed to say who you heard it from. He said, well, I'm a Biosi Barabin. I don't have to mention it. My name is Biosi Barabin. This is the first introduction to Rabashi. So Amalai, so he told him, Vlav Kamin, the Rabiosi bin Yokrit Havashkechbar? Weren't you always learning from, from Rabiosi bin Yokrit? Why are you coming to learn by me? You've been by me, but what you used to learn by the other rabbi? Amalai, in, he says, yes. Hin, he says, yes. Amalei, umata mashavkeh mor v'atahach. So why do you leave him come here? Amalei, gavada al brateva, bratev ochas, alai didi haechichais. He says, you know why? Because that rabbi, even though he's great in learning, he wasn't merciful to his own children. And therefore, if he's not merciful to his own children, he's not going to be merciful on me. So I left and I came to you. Welcome, Rabbi Yaman. What's the story of not being merciful? Bereh, his son, what was the story? He wasn't merciful on his son. Yom achad have agri igri bedabra. One day, you could hire workers to work in the field. Uh, it was the night time. Ah, Mike, welcome back. It was night time, and there was no, they didn't bring any, any food. So he told the son, it was already night time. Usually, the employer is supposed to supply the food, and it's already night time, and there's no food. Where's the food? Okay, so he said, we're hungry. So they were sitting under a, a fig tree. Now, sitting under the fig tree is very nice, except if there's no figs on the tree, it doesn't help you anything. Right? A fig tree without figs, not so, not so good. Right? Amar, so the son said, <coughs> So the, ki- the, the kid said to the fig tree, Please bring out your figs. This way, my father's workers can eat. So what the kid did was he's saying, In the zechut of my dad, these are my dad's workers, Please pull out your figs, which wasn't such a good idea, right? It came out and they ate. Well, I guess he knew his father was a big sadiq and that could work. When his father came, Amul told him, I was busy with the mitzvah and it took me till now. And that's why he didn't come. So the father said, I'm sorry I didn't bring your pita because I was busy with the mitzvah and that's why I didn't come with the food. He's explaining why he wasn't there. Hashem should give you, make you full like, your, like your, your son made us full with these figs. Where did he get figs from? It's not the fig season. They told the story. They told him. He told the son, You made Hashem bother to bring out its fruits not in the time. Hashem should take you out of this world. Before your time. And that was the reason why this other rabbi, Rabbi Yossi Barabin, didn't want to stick around. Okay, he said, I'm, I think I'm going to go learn by Rabashi. Because of a two, not, not merciful enough. What was the story of his daughter? <coughs> he had a beautiful daughter. One time, he saw a certain man, that was making a hole in the fence. And was looking at him. Amalei, my high, he said, what, what's the, what's, what's, why, why are you looking through the fence at my daughter? Amalei, Rebbe, im if I can't marry her, can I look at her? Amalei, B'ti, 
lebrita, you're causing trouble to people. Shuvi lavrach, go back to dust. Vaikashlubach, bnei adam and people should not stumble over you. Right? Because he's so strict, he didn't want to stick by him. Now, it could be that the two. Why, why did he need two stories? Because the first story, the son did something wrong. Right? It's a, okay, yes, he's a little strict, but maybe he told him beforehand, maybe he knew not to do it, and the son brought out the figs, he made the miracle to use the father's zechut. Uh. But once he had the second story, the daughter didn't do anything wrong. She's just there. She's behind the fence, and the guy's looking at her. She didn't do anything wrong. And also that, he, his, his standards were too high, and therefore, it could be that's why he left and went to go learn by Rabashi. Okay. Hava the hu chamra, kidahave agil kol yama, le urta, have a mashilo agra agabe. Ratla be mori. Vitavule obatse lo atia. So he was with Yukrit, this is the same rabbi, had this donkey that you rent, it was a rent a donkey station. And the way it worked was you put your, your money on top of it and it goes back home to the master. Right? Put the money on the thing and it goes back home. And if you put too much, it wouldn't go home. Or too little, it doesn't go home. Stay, it stays there. One time they forgot a pair of sandals. They didn't take it till you took it off. And then it went. Now, it, now, really this should be a question because he wrote to me in Euclid, got very upset at his son for, for making miracles. And here his donkey is doing miracles every day. That's the system. You don't, you don't understand the question? I do. It's, it's, uh, to me, it's a, it was a bomb question. What, what's the shot that when, you, <laughs> when your son did a miracle, right, he told the fruits to come out, and you're like, oh, no, no, okay, oh, you, you, you cursed your son. And now, every day that's your rent, rent donkey system, you have a big sign, so listen, leave the money on the donkey, it's not going to move. You leave the sandal, it's not going to move. Now, okay, now, it doesn't say anywhere here that that was the system. It could be it happened without him saying, and therefore he doesn't mind. Right, that maybe maybe that's what it is that he's not upset about the thing, or maybe maybe it is a problem that he's like that, and therefore that's why the rabbi left him because we see that he wasn't straight with his things. The fact that he miracles happened to him and he's upset that the son, I doubt it. I mean, probably the other way around. Probably he didn't ask for it. That's why he's okay with it. He's what? No, no, but the donkey didn't didn't ask Hashem for the miracle. Hashem does the miracle alone. He, his language, what he said to his son was, you're bothering Hashem to make the miracles? Hashem makes the miracles. I'm not bothering Hashem made the miracle. I'm okay with that. Could be. Right over here, it could be the same thing. Right. Elezi Ish Whenever he would see the, the tzedakah collectors walking around, they would hide from him. Yani, if they see Elizabeth Ishbarta coming, the, the charity collectors would run away. Why? The, now, we don't have charity collectors like this anymore. Now, nowadays, they run after him, but those days, it was the other way. Right? He would give them whatever he had. So all the family money he would give them that day because uh, he he felt bad for the anim. Yomachad one day have a salik He was going to buy clothes for his daughter to get married. Chazi he saw the kabbaisa saw him. Tashmini they ran away from him. Azav he ran after them. 
I will ashbitu b'mayaskitu. I make you swear. What charity are you collecting for? There's a yatom and amala getting married. They need money. I swear. They're before my, my daughter. He took all the money for his daughter's clothes. He gave it to them. They only had one zoos left. One zoos left. Okay, I'm going to go buy some wheat. He tossed it into his He tossed it into his silo. To his daughter, his wife came. I will let the and said to the daughter, "My tavuch, what did your father bring home? Where's the whole? Where's the all the all the clothes?" Whatever he brought home, he threw into the silo. She went to open the silo. She saw it was full of wheat. It's coming out of the hinges. The door wouldn't even open because of all the wheat that was pressing against the door. He only threw a little bit of wheat in. And it ended up growing to be much more. His daughter, who knew it was a miracle, because she saw that whatever he threw in was really a very small amount. And now it looks like a ton. She went to the Bit Midash, and she told, told her father, Look what Hashem who loves you did to you. I swear that I'm not taking anything from it. It's Hekdesh. You can only have as much about of that as much as Danim have. He once made a, 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 a Tanit and and uh, no rain came after he prayed. Amale, he said, Look, look at the difference between Shmuel, the Navi, and me. Right? Woe to the generation that stuck with me. Woe is to somebody who this happened this generation. When he got sad, then the rains came. So he felt bad that it didn't come, only then the rains came. So he was able to get the rains, but only, not just with praying, he had to also get depressed that the generation had gone down. One time the Ben Nasi made a, made a Tanit. And they never told Biochon Rashakish about it. Let's suffer Odina. Then in the morning they told him, We didn't accept the fast from yesterday, and therefore it shouldn't work on us. Because since we didn't know about it, you have to accept it from before. So he told him back, Yes, we didn't know, but we get pulled after them, and therefore since they accepted it, it's good enough for us. It was a public fest. One time in the Nasi, they made a Tanit. The rain didn't come. Oshia, who was the youngest of the people, said, The Pasuk says, if the Sanhedrin didn't know about it, it doesn't work. And he says, Mashallah Kalashi Kala in her father's house. If she has pretty eyes, you don't have to check the rest of her body. She's probably pretty. And I to the fourth, if her eyes are weak, then you have to check the rest of her bodies. Therefore, also, if if everyone's okay, if everyone's okay, if, if the just like if the girl's eyes are okay, you don't have to check the rest of her body. So too, if your leaders are okay, then you won't, Hashem won't check the rest of us. And therefore, the fact that Hashem is not sending the rain is a sign. Just press it. The fact that Hashem is not sending the rain is a sign 
that uh, Hashem is not happy with the leaders. So the Ben Nesiyah are not happy because he's just criticizing them. So what Hashem? Atu Avdeh. They put a, a kerchief around his neck. Come and say they're bothering him. The people of the town said, Shavki, leave him alone. Because he, he doesn't just bother you, he bothers all of us. Since we saw that we don't bother anything, leave him alone. He's trying to make us do Teshuvah, and therefore he's trying to make us Teshuvah, he's trying to make you do Teshuvah, leave him alone. Here's another Rabin, Rabin, Rebbe, Gazatini. Rebbe made a Ta'anit. Lo Amachu, the rain didn't come. Lachit Kameh Ilfa. So he went to Ilfa. Right? Ve'amulei Rebbe Ilfai. Some say it's Rebbe Ilfai, not Ilfa. Ilfa was, the, was in the previous story to Biochran. There's another, uh, some say it's Rebbe Ilfai. Amar, he says, Mashiva Nuach. And it started, V'nashiv Zika, it started winding. Mashiva, get, Mori the Geshev, V'atavich, and the rain came. Amar, so Rebbe told him, Ma'avdich, what do you do? How could you get the, the rain so fast, I couldn't go it. So Amale, he told him, I live in a very, very poor village. <coughs> we don't even have wine for Kiddush and Abdallah. And I work hard to pay for wine for Kiddush. And I'm everyone the Kiddush. So the, uh, no one in the town wanted to, to waste money on wine. They all want to buy bread and enough, enough money for themselves. They don't want to waste money on wine. But I want everyone to have this extra zechut of wine for Kiddush as opposed to making Kiddush on bread. So I waste, I use my money on wine to be Yotzeh the whole town. And that's my zechut and that's why the rain came. Amazing <coughs> Kiddush. Rav Iklalai, now this Rebbe, Rebbe couldn't get it off. And yet this guy who's with, with the Kiddush is getting it done. Rebbe is the one who wrote the Mishnayot. Rav Iklalai, Rav came to a certain place. Kazat Tanit Evelo Atamichi. He made it a Tanit and the rain didn't come. So there was a Shriach Zibur who came. Amr, he said, Mashiva Ruach, Mashiva got Wendy. And the rain came. Amr, he told him, What do you do? Amr, I teach kids. And I treat the poor kids like the rich kids. If you can't pay me, I don't take any money. If you can't pay, we have a tuition committee, no problem. I have fish ponds. If a kid doesn't want to learn, I give him a fish. I work it out and I make him happy until he comes to read. And therefore, I, I use my own money to make the kids learn. He also didn't, the, the, the rain didn't come. So he said to himself, look, you're taking me, you're throwing me on the ground, you're embarrassing me in front of everyone. And he got, he felt bad. And then the rain came. Some, similar to the story that we had before, that uh, the rain only came after the, the, the story that we had with uh, Rabbi Huda Nesia. Okay. Rabba Gazatini. Rab made a Tanit. He also prayed and didn't come. When Rabbi Huda used to make a fast, he used to come. Why didn't it work? That's what they asked him. So it's really not nice. Amalel, my Abi, what can I do? Imishum tenoi. It's because I didn't learn. I I learned greater than Rabbi Huda does. Why? The Bishan of Rabbi Huda called tenoi benezikin hava. In Rabbi Huda's times, they used to only learn nezikin. That's a very hard thing to understand. But it seems like 
the the at least at least what they were expert in is Baba Matziah, Baba Kama, Baba Matziah, that's Nizikin. Vaana, Kamatin Mishita Zidri, I know the whole all the Mishnayot. When we get to Uksin, right? Like for example, the Mishnah that says, Haisha Shekhoveshit Yarek be Kedira. If there's a woman who's making pickles in a pot, uh, or as others say that we get to the Mishnah of olives that are put together with the leaves, the Tahor, Amar, he would say, He's, I see that I need help from Rav and Shmuel. So he doesn't know this stuff. So, Amar, He says, we have 13 schools that are learning Uksin. So we're learning more than Rabbi Huda used to learn. And yet he was answered, we are not answered. Who would take off one shoe as he started to start the fast day? He would take off one of his shoes, not even both shoes. He would take off only one shoe, right? At the mention, the rain came. We're here crying all day. No one's paying attention to us. If maybe because he used to do more mitzvot than us, if someone saw me do something wrong, let me know. So he was blaming, it's not the rabbis, I'm, it's, the, it's the generation. Uh, uh, the generation is not as great, and therefore they don't get it. Rabbi Yehuda Chazi Hanu Yehuda saw two people, David Kapatzi who were throwing around bread. This is a famous Gemara, but not throwing bread. He saw these people who were throw, tossing around pitas. Amar, he said, I could tell there's too much uh, food in the world. He looked at them and it started a famine. You go in front of him. Let's make him go out the door. This way he'll see in the shuk how, how people are, are suffering and he'll pray for them. They got him to go out to the shuk. He saw the, 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 a crowd of people. Amalei Mahai says, "What are all these guys doing?" Amalei Achusva the Tamri Kaimi the Kamazbinon. Well, they're they're waiting for them open a, a box of dates to buy. Amalei Shemam in the Kafel Mahai says, "Oh, must be that there's a famine here." Amalei Shemam he told the servant, "Shalaf Mesanei, take off my shoes." Shalaf Mesanei took off one of the shoes. This is the story that we had before that we took off only one shoe and it came. Remember, we said that before that that. Uh, uh, that uh, the rabbi felt bad that he, one shoe took off and it worked. This is the story. So he told the servant, take off one of my shoes. When he took off the second one, if another one comes, if you take off the second shoe, I'm destroying the world. Which means, there's enough rain coming for the first shoe that you don't have to take off the second shoe. Rabbi Mari, the son of Shmuel's daughter, said, I lived at the, at, at the bank of the Papa River, okay? Okay, I saw the angels were looking like sailors who were loading up the boats with sand. And the sand turned into smid. Smid is very fine flour. Everyone came to buy it because they were starving. He said, don't buy this flour. Because this is from a miracle. And the next day, it came regular. So it seems like he didn't. The Hashem had sent two separate miracles. One is that these angels are making sand into into uh, 
wheat, and the second one was that the, the ships actually came in with real ones. Why didn't he want them buying the miracle one? Uh, what's wrong with the miracle one? Okay, so that so some say the problem is you're not supposed to use miracles like we said before. And therefore, he, he knew that Hashem is going to end the way he said, take, take care of Kalei Yisrael. If you wait, you'll get the other one. There was a guy who was chayav to get whipped. Because he had relations with the Goya. Rabbi whipped him, but the guy died. Shibur Malka. Shibur Malka heard. Now, the Jews had the right to whip, but they didn't have the right to kill people. And therefore, when Shibur Malka, who the king, heard, he wanted to punish Rabbi Amaleh. If Rahumas was the mother of Shur Malka, he told him, Don't bother with the Jews. Whatever they ask Hashem for, they get. What I mean? He said, When they pray for rain, the rain comes. He said, Nah, the rain doesn't come because they pray. I could start up with Rava. The rain doesn't come for the rain. It's the time for rain. That's why they came. Right? He says, if you want, if you want to see if they really have to do it, let them pray in the summer for rains. Right? In, in Israel, it never rains in the summer. In that climate, it never rains in the summer. He says, if you want to see if the Jews have power, he t- tells his mom, let them pray now for rain. Let's see if they get, they get the rain to rain in the summer. Right? So what happened? She told Rava, came and she said, listen, the only way I could save you from my son is if you pray for rain now in the summer. Now in Israel, you'll see it never rains in the summer. So he prayed and didn't come. He said, Hashem, with our ears we heard, our fathers told us that you did miracles in the old days. But we never saw <coughs> you do these miracles for us. So then when he said that, the rain came so hard <coughs> that the gutters were pouring water into the Tigris River. Tigris River is a famous river in Babylonia. And it was full, it was, full, it was getting full of water in the summer from the, the rain that came. How do you have the how do you have the, the guts to ask Hashem for that? So his father told him, "Don't sleep in the same spot." Next day, he found that there were knives all over his bed, which means that the Shindalids were coming to kill him because he caused this miracle. That's why his father had came to save him from Shemayim that he shouldn't be in the same spot. Once he caused the miracle, it wasn't good. Papa asked for a fest, and the rain didn't come. He felt bad. He ate a, a, a spoonful of daisa. Daisa is like oatmeal. And it didn't come. If you eat another, another spoonful of oatmeal, it'll come. He was embarrassed because... Uh, because he's that he broke his fist, and the fact that the rabbi embarrassed him. When, once he got embarrassed, the rain came, similar to the other two stories we had before. Okay, here's Rochinim Mendoza. These are famous stories. Ready? 
He was walking on the road. After mention the rain came. He says, it's very hard to go. In those days, if it's raining, nowadays, okay, you put on the winter wipe, but in those days, if it rains, it's all muddy. You can't, 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 you can't travel. So even though it was rainy season, he says, listen, everyone's happy, but Hanin is not happy. Passing winter and the rain stopped. When he got to his house, everyone's happy and I'm upset. Everyone's upset and I'm happy. Right? And after mention, the rain came back. So he was able to turn on and shut off the rain like he turned on the faucet. Amar Yosef, Yosef said, My So Yosef used to say, Yosef is Amor, Rechini Medosa is a Tana. Yosef Amor was commenting about the Quen Gadol, the comparison between the Quen Gadol and Rechini Medosa. He says, How can you compare the two things? The Tana we learned. He says, no, we don't pray for heat. Rather, we pray that it should, if it was supposed to be hot, it should be rainy. Right? And then what else does the Quran say? He says, it should be rainy, not hot. And don't listen to the tefillah of the travelers, right, who, who are praying that it shouldn't rain, only for their own personal reasons, without thinking about Kalei Right? He, he would add to the law that they should that they shouldn't lose the rulership from the house of Yudah. And they should, we should, shouldn't need parnasa from each other or from other people. But you see, the point is that Rechinim Menos is able to start and stop the prayer, even though the Kohen Gadol is praying that no one should listen to his prayers, and still it's working. Wow. Right? That's one of the things that Kohen Gadol would say. Now. Another thing, The whole world gets the Parnassah because of my son, Hananya. And yet, even that that's true, he himself is living in poverty. With He gets one, one kav of carobs for a whole week's food. So you sometimes you see the rabbis, the rabbis are sitting in poverty, and you know, if you ever walked into a Steinman or Avashlo, you walk into his house, the paint is peeling off the walls. There's a thin mattress like this. He's sitting, it looks. How's the rabbi living like this? And uh, it, could, it could be that the whole world is being supported by, supported him. by him, even though he, even though he looks like he can't buy it. You know, he can't buy anything. Okay, we're going to stop over here about the next story. We're going to have a regil de bitu lemechma tenura. More stories of Rechinim and Dosa. Baruch Amen.